0: Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh, and today I have a very special guest. A voice actor, all the way from wonderful Vancouver. Well, coming to us from Vancouver. That's a really weird way to start a podcast. Um, intro, but that's the way we do it here at the ASP. I have Jesse Inokalia. How you doing, Jesse?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Josh. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, no problem at all. Um, So, Jesse, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of tell our wonderful listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Uh, So, I've been been in VO for probably 10-ish years now. Uh, I've most recently, you might know me as Soren from The Dragon Prince, uh, also Marcos. All I think five lines of him in the first two <laughs>
0: seasons,
1: <laughs> but um, beyond that, I've done I've done a number of video games. I was in Dead Rising four. I was in Dead Rising Watchtower, the movie, just doing a bunch of zombie noises. Uh, what else do I got? I was on Lego's Legends of Chima for three seasons ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. Roma Godai in Beat 'Em on fire blast and uh most recently and I'm so thrilled I actually get to talk about <laughs> this now <laughs> you know how it is man where you need to, like record something and then like you hear because you don't you don't hear anything back as to when it airs
0: so. yeah and like especially with like some games and everything you'll go when you record and then it'll be like 12 months down the line oh yeah
1: oh yeah like five years later oh
0: by the way <laughs>
1: But uh yeah, a couple years back I was able to record an episode of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic and that came out 2 weeks ago.
0: See, that's crazy that you recorded it 2 years ago. Something like that. Yeah, a year and a half, 2 years, something there. Oh man, that's that's crazy. Now, I'll 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 go ahead. I'll I'll admit Josh used to watch that show.
1: Hey man, have, nothing have wrong not, with that. I've
0: not seen it in a while, but now I feel like I got to pick it back up. <laughs> Everybody's in it now. Because you're with uh are you you're with uh Weird Al, correct?
1: I yeah, I'm with Weird Al in that episode.
0: See, that's awesome. That's and that's that's really cool. Like whenever you get to go and uh uh like well, did, did you have any like uh any like uh wow, I can't even talk. It has huh. been a day and a half, man. It's okay, <laughs> um, man. I feel you. It's uh, that heat. You, oh yeah, it's definitely the heat. Um, and it doesn't help that I'm uh, in the studio right now, and uh, I can't have a fan on because the mic'll pick it up. Oh my god! So yeah. so sorry. Oh, I'm so worry, sorry, to no all words. of Josh's
1: listeners, for when he dies next week from this.
0: Yeah, it'll happen. They all know. They all yeah. expect. Um, they'll just be. Like, it'll just be like a really long episode. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like this episode's like seven hours long. Why? A lot of silence in this one. <laughs> there's some silence, and then there's a there's a siren, and then it's really bizarre. Um, but did you know anything about, uh, or had you heard uh, anything about like the the whole My Little Pony thing beforehand? Like the whole culture and everything that is created <laughs> now since Friendship is Magic has been a thing. So uh,
1: a little, but. Sp- Primarily because because like most of the most of the like smaller recurring or you know the non-celebrity spots went to Vancouver Talent because the show was, you know, cast and recorded here. Mm-hmm. So this was the I want to say seventh time I auditioned for a pony. <laughs>
0: man, and it must have a lot time, to get it to be a pony. You wouldn't think it would be a lot to get it to be a pony, but apparently. Apparently, man. But you know, I, I was
1: just I was really happy to to get the gig cuz you know it's rare that you get to be a part of something that has such a big cultural impact mm-hmm. and that really spoke to me cuz like from what i've from what i've witnessed of the of the brony community like they seem incredibly friendly, very pleasant, like i've had nothing but but really nice interactions with them and it's really lovely to to be able to be a part of that even in some small way
0: nice so now, are you originally from Vancouver? I am. Yeah. Sweet. Born and so, raised. So, here. what's it like growing up in Canada? Because I, I only have <laughs> experience of what is like here in America. So yep. what? What's it like up in Canada? Is it like snowy? Oh boy,
1: no. <laughs> it's uh so Vancouver specifically is uh, temperature wise, it's like a it's like a slightly nicer Seattle. Okay. Uh, it's we're we're in a tropical rainforest more or less so parts of the year it's super rainy parts of the year it's super warm like certainly in the past couple of years it's been getting warmer and warmer but uh yeah like right now outside it's probably like california levels temperature okay. maybe a little less so i i'm walking around in shorts and a tank
0: dude right like that's the thing. Like uh, when I moved out here, because I mean, like Oklahoma, it's it gets it gets cold when sure. it needs to get cold. Um, I think last year, like we had like uh, twenty degree, uh, sorry, twenty degree Fahrenheit. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> I got you. So that's <laughs> like let's see, twenty degree Fahrenheit. That's, I don't know. Man. That's I'm not what. Like I'm not a math uh, guy. <laughs> maybe like five Celsius. Um,
1: oh, jeez, dang.
0: Yeah, so pretty cold. Um, yeah. Well, actually, that would probably be, like, 40 degrees. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, so we would have, like, you know, really, really cold, uh, almost, like, below freezing temperatures um, in, you know, all the way up until, like, February. So I come out here, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you'll you'll love the cold, because, like, when it gets cold here, it gets to, like, 50 degrees. And I'm like, (laughs) surely not. What would I ever do with that? Because, I mean, like, um, in, in and, Oklahoma, like, I'm still – I'm used to, you know. And, like, right now, I'm wearing shorts and a T-shirt yeah, um, because that is my normal attire when I'm not, like, at work. Um, but, like, shorts and a T-shirt because, like, I can wear that all day every day. I would wear sure. that when it's raining. I would go like if I had to go out somewhere and it was snowy, I would still wear shorts and a t-shirt because like I you know I'm not going to be out that much, so mm-hmm. I can I can be a little cold. It's not a problem. So here it's just like everything. It's just so hot. I've done more laundry in the two months that I've been out here than I've ever done before. Just because wow. I sweat through everything now.
1: Oh no, that's fair. That's fair. I get that.
0: Ugh, it's, it's funny
1: too, because like I remember uh, one of the times I was in LA recently, I was hanging out with Giancarlo Volpe, uh, one of the executive producers on Dragon Prince, mm-hmm. and it was it was like late ish. It was like nine or ten, and Giancarlo was in like a leather jacket and a scarf, and I'm like, dude, how did didn't you grow up in Toronto and Seattle? Like, what's what's this? What's all this like wearing warm clothes in Los Angeles bullshit? I can swear. Is swearing okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's
0: totally fine. Okay, good. As long as you don't drop a hard C, I think we'll be okay. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, yeah, same thing. Like, I, like, I'll go to, I'll go with my friends because I have friends that live out in Anaheim. So I'll go, mm. like, I'll spend time with them and we'll go to Disney and, like, they'll go and they'll bring hoodies. And I'm like, why?
1: What's your deal? Well, it's I, yeah. ne-
0: It's never going to be cold here ever. <laughs> Like I, I, if I could get away with wearing less, I would. But my body type won't allow it.
1: Oh, hey, you wear whatever you want.
0: I, I am in LA, so I guess I can now. Damn right. <laughs> um. So, so Jesse, now, did you like? So let's let's kind of go into your acting. Sure. Um, yeah. So, did you like? When did you decide you wanted to be an actor? Well, was was little Jesse running around in in Vancouver? Um, not in the snow because apparently it doesn't snow there, it um, Snows a little, but yeah, uh, running, running around in the tropical rainforest, um, of Vancouver, um, running around, like going like, Hey, I want, I want to go be an actor. Or was, did you, did you want to be something else when you were growing up or like, what would tell us, let's take a deep dive.
1: into. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, so when I was, when I was like little, I've always, wa- I've always loved performing, even my mom says, you know, I always love performing. My background is martial arts. My dad's a grandmaster martial artist, so I did performance demos with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I came up – I've been, like, on and off teaching martial arts most most of my life. <laughs> but uh, – is, no, cor- early- is there
0: a correlation? Because I, I, you and Adam MacArthur both grew up martial arts and both voice actors. Honestly, and, I think it's actors. a discipline thing. Yeah. Like, it. looking at the
1: correlation, I don't know if there's a huge one, but I know, like, my background in martial arts has led me to be more disciplined as a performer, more disciplined just to, like, take care of myself and, like, know when I need to back off and just relax for a bit. So, maybe? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's helped me a great deal just in terms of, you know, knowing, knowing my own limits and... uh keeping on top of myself, you know, keeping myself responsible and and determined cuz man, you know, this this career, you can you can't let up.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you you can you constantly have to be going and you got to be hustling every step of the way.
1: Oh yeah. But yeah, so my my background was martial arts primarily, but when I was in when I was in college, I did a I did a degree <clears throat> in classical history because in the back of my head, like I've always, <laughs> I said this at Honolulu Comic Con recently because somebody asked, like, "What would you be if you weren't a voice actor?" And I said, "An archaeologist because I love history. I love the the study of history, the study of like philosophy with throughout history, mm-hmm. and it's just very, very fascinating to me. So I what's had a, your, what's I had a your favorite
0: time period.
1: Uh, my background is primarily in like Renaissance Italy, Renaissance. Um, renaissance europe but i'm primarily a scholar in like mongol historic, mongol history okay so through chenghis khan and temujin and, well he was temujin but uh his various sons and offspring and daughters and it's it's all very very fascinating because it's a part of history that a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. or has been told incorrectly which i think is really fascinating
0: yeah, I I went medieval history on my routes, so oh, so history. yeah, it, it's re- oh, it's really cool great. that some, somebody else is going, you know, history. Because I mean, yeah, like honestly, that's what I thought I was going to be growing up. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. going to be a history teacher. That was that was what I primarily was going to be was a history teacher. Yeah, but, um, it, it was just like circumstances never really worked out, and then it was like, oh, so what do you want You want this history thing? You can be a teacher, and that's kind of it. it so that's what you got
1: and like i was never good enough of a student to ever be anything remotely close to an academic teacher. exactly <laughs> yeah it's
0: one of those like i sat in one of those i sat in one of the classes it was like all right so we're gonna learn medieval history so i said i'm sitting in the class i'm like this is this is just boring i like what i yeah. read but like this is just awful like yeah, no, the content like, I- is good but the way that they approach it and you're just like i just i just want to go Just give me a book in the library and I'll go read that.
1: Absolutely. Well, like to bring it all back, I was, uh, you know, I I always loved performing and because of my background in martial arts, you know, I went to acting school for two years and I was so I wanted to be in action movies because like I'm a, I'm a little stocky muscular Filipino kid and I was like, oh, I can get out there. You know, I seen my dad, my dad was a stunt guy too. So, like, in my head, I had all these aspirations of being, like, like, in martial arts movies and action movies. And I graduate, I get out into Vancouver, and people are routinely like, who are you and what do you want? <laughs> so, I was like, you know, what uh, what do I do? You know, there's, there's not really... The market has responded to me in such a way where they're like, who, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> and in the back of my head like i i've always loved cartoons i grew up on like on like 80s transformers and like mm-hmm. rob paulson's ninja turtles did
0: you did you have brave star i did have brave star oh see okay so trying to find people that have seen brave star i didn't mm-hmm. know about it that was one of the things that my uh uh co-host gavin he used to watch brave star and he was telling me about it. i'm like you're insane there was no such there was never any such a cartoon. It and existed, then I went and I found it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this actually isn't bad."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you go back and you look at some. There, there, there's some pretty good cartoons back in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I always loved them, and you know, my my agent at the time happened to know uh, Michael Dobson, and he was the voice of like, I think he was. Uh, Cobra Commander, Leonardo, and Starscream on three separate projects in Vancouver at the same time. And she was like, hey, Dobson's doing a workshop. Why don't you go check it out? And I did. And immediately I was like, this is is the thing. (laughs) And, you know, I'd I'd had aspirations of doing VO my entire life because, you know, cartoons, video games, I love them. I want to be part of them. But I'd never really understood the process or how to get in because it seems like such a such a clicky insular thing from the outside. But as soon as I started getting into like workshops and training for it, I immediately just everything swapped and I was like, "This is the thing. This is what I need to pursue." So,
0: so how how exactly did you? Um... Sorry, hold on, just one second. Yeah, no worries. <coughs>
1: Sorry, I had something in my throat. <clears> throat> oh God, don't man. die! Ugh. We just don't—we don't, don't want to make
0: the prophecy happen from earlier in the in the oh. podcast. Oh, jeez, no! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, not That's again! That's how we lost our last co-host. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Sorry, I was screaming yesterday, so I still got that no, no, tickle, no and you're no like, worry, man." That, that wonderful tickle in the back of your throat. Oh
1: yeah, when oh. I was doing uh, when I did Dead Rising Four. The uh, the audition specifically, like, when we auditioned, casting was specifically like, yo, this is going to be a lot of screaming. It's going to be a lot of, like, big pain stuff. Are you okay with that? <laughs> and, of course, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I got this. And I, I prepped on the day. So, you know, I brought a little carafe of throat coat tea and like just took care of myself as best I could and I wasn't like dying the next week thankfully just you know the next day or two I was pretty rough
0: yeah I guess I need to learn how to do tea because like I just I just go water Mm. and yeah I guess that that doesn't really help water helps I like water I'm drinking water right now (laughs) it's delicious I just finished mine (laughs) Ah. Uh, so uh, yeah I mean like yeah like it waters my jam um anyway Yes. Let's bring it back. Uh, Please. No. So, um, so how exactly did that go? Uh, so, so you went to these workshops. Um, yeah. What was your first audition like uh, for VO?
1: Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I If I remember correctly, my very first audition for VO was for Ezio in Assassin's Creed 2. Okay. And it was an MP3 audition, just same as always. I you apologize just, you didn't but, get it. You know what, I, <laughs> at that time in my life, I'm glad I didn't because it was like, my, it would have been my first gig ever and I would have been in way over my head. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if memory serves me right, that was my very, very first, at very least like animation and video game audition was Ezio. And I just remember looking at it and going, okay, I know Assassin's Creed, I know these games, this seems like a big character what do i do and i i had coaches at the time who i worked with and like i i submitted what i believe to have been a really good take and you know i i'm happy with i'm i'm always happy with the work i produce for auditions because like mm-hmm. auditioning's the job i always
0: my, my yeah, exactly leech- the, that's the whole thing like the the yeah. auditions what you do like for every like 100 auditions like Maybe you'll get like two or three callbacks, or at least that's May- the way it is. You know, especially starting out.
1: Absolutely. Well, like my my friend Lee Shorten uh, posted this, or he had, he was on a podcast himself, not super recently, but I gave it a listen, and he said uh, what helped him as an actor was reframing his state of mind to be less booking focused and more audition focused. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you know, this we spend ninety nine percent of our time as voice actors auditioning. Yes. Like, if we don't treat that as the job, then we're not working. But if we treat the audition as the job and we go in with, you know, an attitude of this is what I have to offer and this is what I think is great for the project. And if you don't agree, that's cool. This is just my take on it. It changes your entire, your entire frame of mind with it. And, you know, you, you feel better about it. I certainly did once I started accepting that. <laughs>
0: Um, and so, I mean, you, you've, you've done a uh, voiceover, um, yes. we can also kind of transition over. You've also done some live action work as well. I have, I have not a lot, but some, um, which do you enjoy more?
1: Oh, voiceover. Okay. A million percent. I, I, there's certain live action projects I've had a great time on and certainly I've never had like a bad time on any live action project, but there's really something about, you know, being in, being in a booth with. Like in the case of Dragon Prince, we mostly record together. So it'll be, you know, eight or nine other people.
0: You guys get to record together.
1: Frequently, yeah.
0: That's, that's awesome.
1: It's great. And like Raquel, Raquel Belmonte, who plays Claudia, my sister, she's, she and I have been on probably four different projects together. Oh, that's and awesome. we've known each other five, six years. And I remember distinctly during the table read for Dragon Prince, which is, that was when I kind of knew it might be a big deal, was when they were like, oh yeah, we're doing a table read. You should come. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. So I'm I'm there at the table read and I'm sitting down, I'm sipping my water. And I think I was like the first or second person there. And Raquel walks in and we just locked eyes and we were like, oh my God, you're on this. And we just. I got up and we just hugged and she was like, Who are you playing? And I was like, Soren, who are you playing? Claudia. And we just freaked out. Because it was it, it there has
0: never been better casting. <laughs> <laughs> well see, that's awesome because like I've got Raquel on tomorrow. Oh, Raquel's great. I love yeah, her. Yeah, she yeah, I she's love gonna her be so recording tomorrow. That's that's awesome. Um uh, so so you guys have been so you guys knew each other beforehand. So yeah. how so you guys just sort of like, all right, so we got this.
1: Well, like, immediately we were like, "Oh, we're the we're the dorky Team Rocket-ish bad guy-ish siblings who are chasing these guys who are comic relief a lot." Oh, this is this is nuts. We got this.
0: You know what? I didn't I didn't really equate the Team Rocket until you just said that, and I'm like, "No, you're you're exactly correct. That's exactly I, <laughs> what they are."
1: <laughs> you know, I saw someone do fan art of them as Team Rocket recently, and that's oh, been in my really? head. So I was oh, like, "Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. Makes a lot of sense. They're like Team Rocket with pathos." <laughs>
0: jeez. Uh, geez. Uh, so, okay, so tell me a little bit more because, like, the majority of the people that I've had, um, like, I, I had Mona Marshall on and she talked about how they had done, you know, uh, some some things where they're actually in the booth with each other. But how how exactly does that go? Like, you guys, I, I, I assume you guys get to play off of each other quite a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful in that way. And also, like, being able to see other performers work is, it's a master class, man. Like watching watching uh, Jason Simpson, who plays Lord Viren, and Luke Roderick, who plays King Harrow, just in the first couple episodes where they're like talking about, you know, the past and plans and how to how to potentially avert this assassination. Like watching those two work is is a masterclass. It's incredible. And it you just feed off the energy of each other to really create a, a beautiful product at the end of the day.
0: We'll see. Now so, I'm going to sit in one of these. It's My insane. gosh. So, uh, a story I like
1: to tell about this is uh, so the scene in season one where. Uh, spoilers the- for
0: Dragon Prince. Spoilers forever. for Dragon Prince. And if you haven't watched it, if we're spoiling Dragon Prince for you, shame on you. Go watch it now. Pause I'm this. just going to say it real quick. Go yeah. watch Dragon Prince. It's. it's-
1: Two seasons at Current on Netflix. They're nine episodes each. It's about a seven-hour binge. You can do that. You can just chill, pause this, go that, come back. But um, the the scene in which uh, Viren and Soren are on the are on the battlements of Catullus Castle, and Viren is giving Soren uh, a secret mission— mm-hmm. That, the mission's very, very heavy. I'm not going to spoil too, too much, so viewers will, or listeners will, will watch. But uh, the scene's very, very heavy, and Soren has all these mixed-up feelings about really wanting to his dad to respect him and for his dad to love him and trust him. And during the bit where uh, Viren gives me, or gives Soren the mission, I just feel this hand on my shoulder. And I turn, and it's Jason and like jay jay's a, jay's much bigger than i am because i'm 5'3" and everyone is and <laughs> just feeling the weight of his hand on my shoulder the, my actor brain just went oh no this is real i have to i got to do this
0: i have to go kill jack i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> jack i'm so sorry
1: but i have to jason told me <laughs> like the 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 energy is just is wonderful and it's such a cool atmosphere and like everybody is everybody's firing on all cylinders you know there there hasn't been a single recording session for Dragon Prince that we've done that I can think of at least where someone's phoning it in
0: see that's awesome that's the and 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 I will say that is one of the things that you can definitely tell about this series is all of the acting in the series is top notch like it is it's phenomenal um it it's definitely like especially with uh I mean and I guess that's the way like a lot of Netflix is going now like they're just getting quality actors um because like I remember growing up in the that beautiful uh late 90s early 2000s era of oh animation um mm-hmm. and it wasn't always the best uh especially if it was anything animated, especially coming from another country uh like all the wonderful anime that was on Toonami Uh, going back nostalgia wise was great but if you go back and watch it now you're like wow that was like the same that was just all Kirby (laughs) Morrow if if you think about it's like it's all basically Kirby Morrow like if you if you really go back it's just all Kirby he did everything it's all Um, Kirby
1: it's all Scott and like I love Kirby and Scott but man they're just everybody (laughs) exactly
0: it's like uh, like I I bring it up all the time. Like in the first episode of Gundam Wing, Kirby mm. Morrow is like three people back to back. Like he literally <laughs> blows up on a ship, and then he tells the commander that the ship just blew up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, interesting. All right, it's cool that he's uh, must have been his brother or something. Um, but not like I like. I, <laughs> it's it's really cool that you guys do uh, do that type of recording uh, like recording setup where you all can like play off of each other because it does show. It does show in it shows in the animation and and it shows in, in you guys' acting. So uh, love that. Absolutely love that.
1: It's a, it's a real blessing. It's really a gift to to be able to work with such a such a strong, dedicated, like very, very, very good cast you know mm-hmm. even even the the characters that have you know less screen time like like say commander gren that's adrian petru who is brilliant mm-hmm. you know uh uh peter colamis is uh, oh. uh captain velos and th- again amazing <laughs> like heavy hitters just all around and i tell you man the when i got cast in it i was like cool Hooray! It's me now. <laughs> like it was, it was just such a such a wonderful shock. I, to be fair, I had no idea what the show was going to be when I auditioned for it. I I got the breakdown, and it was like TDP, and I auditioned for Callum, Viren, Runon, and Soren, and because you know you're you're I'm a voice actor. It's what yeah do, yeah. But. I'll
0: always do it. <laughs> like you know yeah, this, this last one, I was like. This is a 48-year-old man. And I'm like, I don't really have a deep voice, but I'll give it a shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, there like, you go. Might as well.
0: Who knows? Maybe they're like, hmm, maybe this 40-year-old man doesn't need
1: a deep voice. Oh, I auditioned for something literally yesterday. And the first role they had me cold read for was like, 55-year-old wise mentor. And I was like, okay, sure. Exactly. It's it's like, just-
0: I'm sure I can BS that. That's Maybe what he sounds is. young.
1: Maybe that's his thing. Exactly. But um, yeah, when I when I got the when I got the the role, I was just like, oh, great! I I can work. It's a job. <laughs> but then uh, Aaron and Justin sent us all emails just individually saying, you know, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, you know, this is a, this is an open channel. If you ever have any feedback, if you ever have any. You know, thoughts, reactions, that kind of thing. We want to hear them. And it was like nothing I'd ever received from production before. <laughs> and just on a lark, I thought, okay, um, I'm just going to Google these names. I'm going to Google Aaron Ahaz and Justin Richmond. And I did. And as soon as I saw, like, oh, Aaron Ahaz, one of the head writers from Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, Justin Richmond wrote The
0: Last of Us? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy and then you put then you pull up Giancarlo and you're like oh, oh yeah. yeah like I like, honestly wrote my favorite episodes in Avatar oh yeah like just just
1: understanding the the magnitude of the of the talent on the team you know shouting out the writers you know Devin and Hendry uh Lulu Jonas like Neil like they're all brilliant they're all just incredible talents and it's <laughs> I I told Devin this recently like the episodes she and Ian have written th- they 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 break me and then they make me laugh and then they break me again like I'm never safe.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh so okay, so let's 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 stay on the dra- the Dragon Prince. Yes, mainly please. mainly because it's fantastic and I want to continue talking about it. Sure. Um so le- Oh man. So when you when you got that script when you yeah. uh when Soren fights that dragon, oh boy, and then, and then you get paralyzed or like uh, yeah. Soren gets paralyzed, i'm gonna say you um yeah, this
1: this is very similar yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh so he gets paralyzed were you thinking that oh my gosh, my character is gonna be this this for the rest of the time, like he is going to be trying to make bad poems and bad haikus.
1: <laughs> i so The guys foreshadowed it to me a little. They were like, some stuff's coming up for you. And I thought, okay, this is going
0: to be good. (laughs) "Hmm, Well, it's cool that they're going to kill off a character in this kid's show. Well, you know, at the end of the day, like, we we do what serves the story.
1: Yeah. And if, like, if that, if they had that in mind that, you know, Soren was going to be paralyzed for the rest of the, for the rest of the series, what a what a wonderful, like, what a wonderful opportunity for me as an actor mm-hmm. to explore. And they would have made it work, too. It Absolutely. It would have been fantastic. But, you know, when I got the script and I read the script, I was like, oh, okay, um, let's just, let's do everything we can to make this as real and believable as we can. Because, like, I've, I've never even broken a bone. Like, I've been very fortunate in my life. And I... I just had to I just had to give it a go and to be completely honest with you Raquel's performance opposite me for so many of those scenes oh, yeah just first off blew me away but also just allowed me to give that much more to it you know just allowed that that the the sadness and the fear and the the little shudders in the voice and I I love the scene in the hospital where soren like yeah post post his career as a poet which isn't over i hope uh he he has that wonderful little speech where he's just like yeah i can't i can't fulfill dad's mission i can't hurt anyone anymore and i'm at peace with that and that's just that hit me really hard
0: yeah like oh man the the writing on this show good lord like <sighs> huh yeah like it's it's one of those like I don't think I've cried, but I've definitely gotten tearied. Yeah. You know, when you're like, man, this would because like you're not expecting it to heavy hit you. No. And then they just come no. at you and they're just like, bam, right in the face. Well, and I
1: remember like during that speech, I could feel my like I could feel the, the physical reaction in my body as an actor just going like, oh, wow, this is this is. Terrible and horrifying, but also incredibly freeing all of a sudden for Soren mm-hmm. and that all needs to come through in the performance
0: yeah because I mean like he is a conflicted character because I mean one he does have like he grew up with Callan and Ezrin yes um and but he still with his dad too it's like sure still, he still has that connection with his dad and he's like he wants to just like all kids want to make your parents proud you totally.
1: Know? Well, you know, I, I was saying this to somebody uh, I think at Honolulu but my so like I said my my dad is a grandmaster martial artist. He's a grandmaster martial artist of uh Arnis Maharlika, it's Filipino martial arts mm-hmm. and my entire life I've trained in it. Like I I teach free classes once in a while in the park just cuz you know I got to keep my I want to keep my skills sharp. But, you know, every so often He's like, oh, yeah, this is your legacy, son. You have all of this, uh, you know, you have the combined knowledge of all of this martial arts. You know, you can pass this on. You can keep this going. And, like, I'm a, I'm, I'm, a voice actor. <laughs> and, you know, that's not to say that my dad is in no way a viran at all. <laughs> <laughs> but that sense of, of weight and responsibility, I felt similarly before. So... It's not a it's not a huge stretch, to go from you know you need to do this to protect the kingdom to you need to do this to protect the lineage.
0: Yeah i i i will say i, I won't name names but i do know a voice actor um whose father is a doctor mm-hmm. and his dad will constantly you know kind of almost like tease him be like so son uh, today i wrote a book and saved four lives who did you talk in a silly voice too and you're just like oh (laughs) man like you're like oof
1: oh boy my mom bless her bless her (laughs) heart she she to this day will just occasionally be like now when are you going to go back and and get another degree when are you going to get a degree and i'm just like ma i'm i'm a i'm doing okay
0: (laughs) it's like i'm i'm all right i'm I'm fine i'm I'm on netflix (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) it's like I'm I I'm, I did that Netflixy thing. I'm I'm good. Like I I got this. We'll be fine.
1: Yeah. I'm do, I'm doing, going doing
0: okay. to I'm going to Atlanta in October. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> um <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute, sir. Well, yeah. Um So, uh did you have any uh any favorite scenes um while recording Dragon Prince? Uh yeah, there there's there's a couple good ones and
1: I got called out on this at our Gallery Nucleus event. I I improvised well, a lot. Up,
0: hold up, there was a Gallery Nucleus Dragon Prince. There was. It was in February. Son of a biscuit. Yeah. Man. On the plus side, if you want, I think
1: there's still some of the prints that uh, that CT Chrysler and Tim Kaminsky did.
0: Really? Okay.
1: I think so that the one that or it wasn't Yeah, Tim Kaminsky and C.T. Chrysler did one uh, Katie D'Souza, who is the character designer. Also, she's working on Dauntless now. It's great. But uh, sh- she did this beautiful family portrait of Virin, Claudia and Soren. And it's it chills me like there's there's a copy at Wonderstorm that I've put aside that I just need to pick up.
0: <laughs> gotcha. OK, yeah, I- I'm actually going there this weekend. There's a like a Persona 5. Um, exhibit that they're really? doing at Nucleus so I'm like sweet oh. I'm gonna go to that and so I'll, I'll see if they have any
1: oh I want to I want to go to that that Dude, sounds right
0: crazy. and it's got a uh, uh, oh man the lead art director on there I can't remember his name
1: I couldn't I couldn't tell you names I just know yeah, I love so he's
0: gonna be there I'm <laughs> like ooh, interesting I'm gonna see if I can snag a autographed book from him
1: absolutely but uh, yeah, back to your question,
0: uh, I got called out. Yeah, by, sorry, we, we do uh, a lot of tangents on this show. I don't no, know if you ever listen to this thing. We tangent about 99% of the time, and 1% is actually what the topic's about.
1: I'm glad, because, like, <laughs> with your control, we're we're keeping on. But if it was me, it'd be, like, nonstop tangents. Just be like, bang, 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 bang. But, uh, yeah, I got called out by by Danica our, that... Apparently, I ad lib a bunch, and in my head, I was like, "What? I don't do that." But then she pointed out specific moments, and I was like, "Oh, I do ad lib a bunch." Oh, <laughs> and like, I've been fortunate to have a couple of those make it into the show, and they've become moments that I I love so much. Like uh, in in season two, when uh, Rayla and Soren are fighting, and like they're they're not they're they're doing okay and then Rayla, out of nowhere is just like oh you don't really understand sarcasm do you and soren goes no i do not that that was an ad lib <laughs> and that wasn't point i i completely forgot i ad libbed that and in the like after the fact i remember Devin, devon who was like on the other side of the glass at the time was like hey could you say that again but louder <laughs> cuz i just i guess i just said it under my breath or something but yeah i i love that um i
0: love uh are specifically soren moments or like moments overall in the show i mean which are, which are, we we can do both we'll do we'll do what are your favorite soren moments and then what okay. are your favorite moments on the show
1: okay cuz they there are different ones um my favorite soren moments i love anytime he gets to fight is a lot of fun for me um anytime he gets you like to have
0: those like efforts
1: yeah, but also like you know the little the little like diva e moments he gets in fights. I love those, like in season two where he's just like he got mud in my mouth and it got everywhere. Like that's <laughs> so funny to me. Or his uh, his you know I hate the moon. I love that line. But uh, anything anything where he gets to just kind of be himself and have a bit of that fun personality, but also like any time where Soren gets to get like really emotional or really deep. Cause man, like I, he comes off real dumb, but he is a well of emotion, that guy. And it's, it's so much fun to get to dig deep with him. But, uh, overall favorites. So I got funny ones and I got emotional ones. (laughs) My favorite, my favorite favorite, Funny moment from season two, and this is with quite a few funny moments from me, is uh, <clears throat> Sasha, Sasha as Ezran in like the first two episodes, I think, trying to teach Zim how to fly. And then Ezran just like throws, throws
0: him Zim. into the bushes. Yeah. Oh, and dang, that's like, good. You just killed the dragon prince. <laughs> You're like, oh, and no. Oh, man. I, I saw that. That's a, that's a fantastic scene. Oh,
1: just the sound design on it, just, like, the rustle of the bush and the thud, and, like, I just remember seeing it and dying laughing when I saw it. Just going, like, oh, oh my God, he, he killed Zim. Show's over, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's that's one of my favorite moments in the show. Uh, one that really, really stuck to me that I had no clue about at all, because, like, for for more uh you know Soren and Claudia ish moments, I'll I'll either like, you know, read my scenes or read the stuff that pertains to me. So in this particular case, that's what I had done. The last couple episodes of season one where Ellis and Ava join joined the the party for a little yeah. bit. I didn't hear any of that in the recording room just about. And when I got to see this this really, really beautiful story about, you know, uh, a three legged wolf and how that leg was there just for everybody else. But she'd always been fine. And like it was it was such a beautiful, cool moment. Like I I didn't. (laughs) Our Lou Jane didn't record with us. So I didn't hear any of her speech. And. When I when I witnessed it in season one, that was just that was all new to me. So it was just really, really cool to to see that. And it just it really stuck with me. Um, the the scenes where any scene with Jason in that fucking mirror, man, I love it.
0: Oh, jeez, God, yeah, because it's, scene it's basically he's just talking to himself the entire time. Oh, yeah. And I didn't catch that when we were recording it.
1: Cause you know, I can be, I can be dumb sometimes, <laughs> but you know, when you really see it with like him and him talking to his reflection saying you're worthless, you're useless. Like, Oh my God, this is, this is heavy. <laughs> like it really, it really just goes to show the, the incredible talent out of these guys.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. but yeah, agree. those are, yeah,
1: those are ones that really, really stick with me. Um,
0: um what are are you looking well without without giving away any spoilers because i'm assuming you've already recorded some stuff for season three i reckon we have um what are you looking forward to again what you can say like let's just go what what would what, what what are some things that you would like to see as a fan of the show going forward okay
1: um so speaking speaking as a fan Things I would like to see are uh, I would love to see Soren and Claudia reunite with their mom oh, at yeah. some point i I want to know I want to know I want to know who they are I want to know who who their mom is and I want to just see how that's influenced both of them I think that'd be really cool um, I want to see I want to see the aftermath of what happened at the end of season two, you know, I want to see what happens with those, you know, shadow assassins, with the, with the shadow
0: assassins. Different yeah.
1: Different and Viren getting, you know, thrown in jail and like all that. Like, I want to see, I want to see the, the, the aftermath cause it's building so much. I would just love to see what, what, uh, what comes next, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my 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 big wish is I would love to see their mom. Genuinely, I think that'd just be such a cool, uh, such a cool thing. Well, to, they they
0: did mention the that. uh, because Soren, uh, not Soren, Claudia has that scene with Callum where she mentions yep. about their mom and says where their mother went, and then yes. that's actually that's one of the places that Viren sends one of the assassins to. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting if we maybe get to see them have to venture out and have to go back there. So yeah. I, I would, I would like to see that. I would also, uh, be I, I'm kind of like, are, are they going to try and break daddy out? Like what's the plan?
1: Yeah. Like, like it's, are they
0: going to get like halfway there and be like, Oh yeah, by the way, uh, dad's in jail. Maybe we go visit mom.
1: But you know, part of it too is, yeah, dad's, dad's dealing with some shit, Yeah, <laughs> but, Dad also gave us these really fucked up missions. Exactly. And what is that going to what's the what's the outcome of that, you know? Um
0: <laughs> And and Soren was prepared to give up his quest that because he, he didn't want to have to hurt them, but yeah. now that he's back it's like does he have to continue that quest? Mhm. It's yeah, it's it's definitely one of those that's up there you're like, "Hmm. It's like what's all this
1: going to mean, you know? Exactly.
0: like he just i mean yeah your character just had a very eye-opening experience and Mm -hmm. it's like so how's this gonna change him
1: yeah it's uh it's yeah that's that's just it like we're gonna i i really want to see just just what happens you know Mm -hmm. we've had these big events happen and i want to see what happens what happens now essentially
0: exactly yeah yeah Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> uh, ready.
1: I don't know about you, know,
0: you. I don't know if you're ready to see it animated. I'm, re- I'm ready for it. Oh, boy. <laughs> let, let me ask you, just just
1: as, as a fan yourself, what do you want to see?
0: Oh, man. Uh, so I tweeted about this, and ha- y- you, you've watched Avatar The Last Airbender, yeah? I have. Okay. So what I want to see is... Um, uh, you know in Season 3, where they finally go to the Fire Nation, and they're sneaking around... And gets put in school, and they dance with those firebender kids uh-huh, in the yeah. cave. That's what I want. I want Claudia, uh, not Claudia. I want uh, Callum and Rayla to teach a bunch of like elven children how to dance, like <laughs> in some in some random cave somewhere. That's what I want to see.
1: <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> just like oh man,
0: just like Callum. Elves don't dance, and you're like really, and he's like, well, we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do this one called The Stupid Jerk Face. Maybe you've seen it.
0: <laughs> exactly. That would be amazing. Oh god. Uh, um but no, like yeah, I, I, I wanna see I, I definitely wanna see what's going on with the assassins, because that's yeah. definitely a big thing. Um we do have uh a little bit of that romance that is kinda coming to the bubbling to the top mm-hmm. between two of our characters. I won't name names. <laughs> um you guys should know. Uh it's 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 Zim and Bait. I mean, we we all know it's, it's a really name.
1: classic enemies to friends trope.
0: Exactly, um, Bim for short, I guess is their their couple name. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, like I would, uh, yeah, I, I want to see, I want to see what's going on with the assassins. I want to see uh, Ezrin actually getting kind of to rule because he's gonna. Mm. Because I mean, like Amaya is gonna have to be uh you know at the breach the entire time basically because elves are there um i want to see how ezran is going to rule cuz i guess now he's like the youngest ruler in all of Catalus. so
1: yeah that's that's right there like you know how's how's ezran going to going to take the fact that you know he's king exactly How's that going to pan out? That's all, it's all such, there's so many like, there's so many loose threads that I'm just so excited to see Mm -hmm. where they lead and what happens. I definitely
0: want to see a Viren and uh, Ezrin talk. Mm. Whether he goes down there and is like, hey, tell me about my dad type of thing. Like we, I want to see something. Like I Mm -hmm. would love for them to have a nice little (laughs) one-on-one. Because it it, it, it would kind of be like a like when Arya and Tywin Lannister have their little one-on-ones in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, would yeah, kind of yeah. be like that. And I would, and those, I loved those scenes. So I, I think that those would be some very intriguing scenes.
1: Mm, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree all around. There's the thing with the thing with the dragon prince is the characters. Like I remember early on, cause I, I creep the fandom a little bit, you know, I, I, I'm frequently following like hashtag the dragon prince on Instagram. And <clears throat> I, I like seeing people's reactions to things. And I remember early on, like I saw people being like, this show doesn't have bad guys. Like, Oh, where, who are the bad guys? Like, I don't know. I like these guys, but I like these guys. And like, I, I love that. I love that. Everyone is just so, so Real. Yeah, everyone's a real character, you know, like we all have the we all have emotions within us. And we all are, you know, we all operate as as human beings. And it's really cool to see the characters do that, too.
0: Exactly. And and you know what makes a good villain character when you can sympathize with that villain character? Absolutely. And you can see why they're wanting to do it. That's why, like, to me, villains are very hit and miss in a lot of things, because if you just have like generic bad villain, because he's a generic bad villain, that's boring. Yeah. Like, give me, give me this villain, and like, let me root for this villain. Like, halfway, like at at some point, you'd be like, you know what? It'd be okay if this villain won, because what he's doing or what this villain is doing is not bad.
1: There's at very least reasoning.
0: Exactly. So like, you know? it, it it makes sense. Like, though th- that's what makes great villains. Mm-hmm. Which Viren way it definitely is because you can so, see it's like yeah, yeah he he does want to save everything
1: yeah well and the way that the way that jay plays him is just is so yeah. brilliant like he's he any any day in the studio with jason is a master class in the in the craft and even getting to listen to him on panels now talk about you know where he comes from when he does veer in and you know where he gets the the motivations and the the character building for him like he's so thorough and it's just it's so inspiring really mm-hmm.
0: to to get to just hear a process like that definitely oh man and and kind of speaking of panels you are going to be at anime weekend atlanta um yes that's the 31st through the third i believe i believe so i think you're right and we're uh, uh, yeah yeah go, go ahead and uh, t- talk a little bit about that
1: Sure, yeah. So it's uh it's gonna be the second time that most of us have been doing a panel together. Uh we are we do have another one coming up in Nanaimo, BC called Mid Isle Con. It's uh it's a one-day event, September 7th. It's it's really cool. All the it's a nonprofit, so all the profits from the convention are going to um I believe it's the Boys and Girls Club of Vancouver Island.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, it's really neat and the the organizers are really sweet. But it's just an easy little one-day thing. And I know me, uh, Raquel, Jason, and Adrian are going to be there. Um, Anime Weekend Atlanta is going to be really cool because it's the first time where it's been, you know, the the bulk of the cast, me, Jack, uh, Paula, uh, Raquel, Jason, Sasha,
0: and am I? Uh, Justin and Aaron.
1: Justin and Aaron are going to be there. Adrian's going to be there. Yeah. And like it's the first time that we'll get to be on a panel with Justin and with Justin and Aaron, <laughs> all of us. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a hell of a weekend, man. <laughs>
0: um. Yes, because uh, I actually found out about this uh, last night, and uh, I went ahead and. Purchased a hotel, booked a flight, applied for- Did you a, actually? Yeah, applied for uh, press credentials. And just because I didn't know if I was going to get them, I went ahead and bought tickets too. Oh, that's Because I'm so... like, I'm going to, like, I, I saw this and I'm like, wow, like, I love this show and all these people are going to be there. That's freaking awesome. So, and I've never been to Atlanta. So, it's like, perfect.
1: Man, the last time I was in Atlanta, it was like when I was probably 14. So- it's going to be it's going to be a, a nice little revisit for me. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're all going to be we're all going to be tabling. We've got, you know, autographs and selfies and stuff. And I'm I'm really excited to see to see the fans. You know, every every event I've done for Dragon Prince, like I was at the Nucleus event. I was at WonderCon. Um, I was in Honolulu, of course, like every Every event I've ever been to, the fans are just the most wonderful. Like they're they're so cool. they're They're so chill. Everyone's just so, so nice. And mm-hmm. like i'm I'm so thankful. I'm yeah. genuinely so, so thankful for the fan base and for for everything that's that's come of the show. And it's just it's really lovely. And yeah. I'm always excited to meet to meet more fans
0: exactly and it, it is definitely one of the fandoms because I mean like as an animation podcast mm-hmm. we are kind of we keep touch with fandoms <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and like the the miraculous fandom is one crazy group of people um, the, the Voltron that fandom that is one where they hate the fandom themselves so that's a whole different thing but the Dragon Prince fandom is one of those where it's like everybody's super chill with everybody like there's no like infighting amongst uh uh you know fan like of the fans like there is with every other different thing
1: (laughs) the the fan base has been just just so cool and i am I'm really like even now, you know, the the fans organized uh, a rewatch, like a a worldwide rewatch party, and that was that was incredible. You know, the fans will show up. I do I stream on unlocked um, Mm -hmm. most Saturday mornings. Sometimes not because I'm either you know too busy or sleeping usually.
0: (laughs) Hey, we stream we stream on Wednesdays, so I mean, yeah, we we're right there with you.
1: But uh, you know, they'll they'll show up for my streams and they're always just very, very sweet and very pleasant and like the other thing too, speaking specifically of the fans, the fan stuff, like the fan art, the oh, uh, the fan art is insane. The the fan pro I'm right now I am wearing a tank top I bought off T Public that has the Catullus emblem on it and it says, you know, Kingdom of Catullus Crown Guard.
0: Oh, that's
1: awesome. It's so great. And like just just seeing what's available, what the fans have created, how how the fans have have really really supported the show and and supported all of us too, because you know, Vancouver's Vancouver's a neat beast because we don't we don't get stuff like this very often, you know we don't get uh, we don't get huge huge properties. You know we're we're all we're all day players we're all working actors you know none of us are our quote unquote celebrity talent really. We just go in and do our job. And it's so neat to to get to be a part of something that's that's really just affected people as much as Dragon Prince has.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Yeah, and yeah, like what you said about the uh what the like the fan art and everything, there was that uh the uh oh shoot, what was it called? Uh, uh oh, Echoes a- a- Th- of Thunder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh man, I'm so excited! I, yeah, I I'm
0: ready for my book to come in. I'm like, oh uh, man, I am so ready. So excited! Um, yeah, so like the, stuff like that, and you're just like, man, like there's so many things. Like I, I'm gonna have to go check out T Public because I just have like, I only have two of the ones that uh they had a, that Hot Topic had. Absolutely. So I mean, like now I no, I'm definitely gonna go check out T Public and see if I can get some cool some cool ones there. Um, I mean that being said
1: that being said. Hot Topic online has, an, has a selection far beyond anything in the stores.
0: Really, okay. There's
1: really, really cool designs on the Hot Topic online store. Like, um, there was one. There's one that's like neon of Zim, and it just says like Zim down the side, and it looks like oh. a, it looks like a new wave logo. It's really dope.
0: Oh, dope. See, because I just have the, I have the bait one that's like yeah. bait, 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 and I mm-hmm. have like the uh, the one with like uh, the three mains on it.
1: Oh, yeah, and it's, like, the poster. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, that's the one I have. So uh, I've got that yeah. one. But they're they're in that, like, the drawn style, like, the the in-credit mm, yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, the in-credits of this show, like, if you guys <laughs> aren't watching the credits for the Dragon Prince...
1: You gotta be watching yeah, the credits. Yeah, that watch
0: credits, man. You gotta. Um, like, there's there's that really good one of your character, how is he's doing the push-ups, and then, like, oh, each yeah, episode, like, somebody gets added onto him. Yep. That's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, so yeah, definitely watch the credits. Uh, yeah, Jesse, dude, thanks, thanks so much for coming on. We we oh, we will we'll, we'll meet face to face in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm so happy you're coming. That's gonna be so much fun. I'll I'll buy you a beer. Oh, or thanks. or your Dranko choice.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh no problem. So, uh, if uh, do you have anything upcoming or anything that uh, you're allowed to share that you want to promote?
1: <laughs> uh. Not that I'm allowed to share yet, but um,
0: always one of those. I, I got gotcha. you. I, yeah. Always, always one, one of those. So always one of those. Days,
1: you know? I know. But uh, follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at j inokalia J I N O C A L uh, L A. That's the best way to to see what I'm up to. I used to have a Facebook thing, but Facebook is evil, so I'm not uh, I'm not doing much with it anymore. Uh, what else? If you're if you're gonna be in Nanaimo, or in the Lower Mainland, or in BC. This is our only British Columbia convention appearance this season. So check out Mid Isle Con on Facebook. Uh, I think tickets are only ten bucks for the day. Like it's it's nothing, and it's going to a good cause. So it's going to be a good time. Uh, If you're not already going to Anime Weekend Atlanta, go to Anime Weekend Atlanta.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like tickets aren't that expensive, and it's a four day con too. It's like it's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's like I think like the early bird right now that goes on until like the first of September. It's like $78. So it's serious? like 20 bucks days? a day. Yeah. Wow. It's ridiculous. I'm like, dang, that's not bad. Dang. That's why I went that's... ahead and purchased the ticket because I'm like, well, I mean, even if I don't get press like these tickets that's are cheap. Good so deal. it's Like I'll just get it. And then if hey. I don't need it, it's like I'll give it to somebody and they can have yeah. a free pass. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nuts. That's so good. I had no idea. Yeah, like but, I, I saw uh, that. Che- I was like, for four days. Like that seems crazy. Really, really cheap.
1: Yeah. So by all means, go to Anime Weekend Atlanta. Yeah, buy six
0: tickets. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, come come say hi to us. We'll have tables. Like we 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 love we genuinely love meeting the fans. Each and every one of us. So I I cannot encourage more. Like come come say hi. You know. Uh, what else do I got? Oh, um, if you're playing Dragalia Lost, try and pull for Albert. That's me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you, thank you so much for watching and for supporting the show. And we we want to do more, so just keep getting on Netflix, man.
0: <laughs> exactly, and do that. What is it? It's the it's the it's the hashtag saga. Whenever you tweet about oh, Dragon yeah. hashtag, Prince, now hashtag give us the saga. Give us the saga. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I knew there was something. I knew it was something saga. That's yeah. It's been everywhere in my feed. Oh. <laughs> man you following all the
1: right people then apparently uh, you know
0: you know me like when, when I get stuck on one th- that, that's one thing like it's almost like an addictive personality I'll get stuck on that one show and then I'll just be like alright well then I'm, I'm this show until I die so oh yeah yeah no like, I, I it was like... it was uh oh god it was Trollhunters for the longest time mm. and then it was like well Trollhunters is over Dragon Prince came in filled that void really quickly it's, so it's like, a good Dun. show Oh man, <laughs> and and we'll put we'll put uh, the links to uh, to your social and to AWA and uh, what was the name of the other one again?
1: Mid IsleCon. Mid
0: IsleCon. We'll put we'll yeah. put those links. Let me write that down. Uh, we'll put those links in the show notes. So if you guys want to go ahead and get your tickets for that, uh, you guys can go ahead and get those. And go ahead and get your passports now, because I mean, like, if you're trying to get up to Vancouver, you're probably out of time. But
1: you could probably get one, Rush.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. I, mean, I uh... I've got one. Maybe I'll visit you. Who oh, knows? by all
1: means. By all means. Fun story. I've
0: never been to Canada. so.
1: Oh. I oh, hear boy. that's how
0: it's pronounced, right?
1: I believe so. Okay. Um, so if I yeah. go to
0: Vancouver, and oh. I'm like, ah, Canada. will they just, like, throw me back into customs and be like, no, you you leave now?
1: No, no. They'll just, they'll just, no. <laughs> they'll just, They'll know. They'll, be they'll like, just be like, American. oh, okay. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get put on a list. Uh, oh, sweet, I love lists. <laughs> list uh, <laughs> hey man, like uh, it's it's not it's not uh it's not so scary coming up here. It's it's pretty it's it's a friendly place, the food is good. Certainly with the dollar, it's very affordable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, I like it. I mean yeah, I, I, dude, uh I uh, uh never mind, forget that. Uh we'll we we'll wrap up. We've we've gone okay. for about an hour, so.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, if you want that one? Tune into the Patreon
0: episode. <laughs> oh yeah! If you if you want the big one, that's that that will record at AWA, and that'll be that'll be a thing. Um, like uh, I, you you say Patreon? We're we're doing a Patreon. We we've got one special where we're doing a a Dungeons and Dragons thing with. Oh really? Uh, Adam MacArthur, KG Tang, and KG's wife. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we're doing a big Dungeons and Dragons thing, and that's gonna be. Uh, recorded and put on our Patreon once I actually figure out the Patreon.
1: Oh, if you need a fourth, you let me know because I have been deep diving into Dungeons and Dragons the past are year. You,
0: are you serious?
1: I am dead serious, dude.
0: I will do it. <laughs> what what are I you do- like... What are you doing next week? <laughs> 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 We're playing next week. What are you doing? We'll
1: figure it out off off uh, off recording. <laughs> oh but, man, uh,
0: uh, yeah. So, oh, uh, dude, uh, Jesse, th- thanks so much for coming on, man. Like, I, I really do appreciate it. this. Was this was a lot of fun.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so, so much for having me. Um, Yeah, it's been, it's been a blast. I'm, I'm happy to, happy to come on and chat with you.
0: Oh, no problem at all. And as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. You can find the podcast on Instagram at animation station podcast, Twitter at animate podcast. All of our episodes are available. iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google play. And on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. We do a weekly unlock stream every Wednesday night at 7 PM Pacific. Um, other than that uh we've got we've got some wonderful episodes coming up uh stay tuned for that patreon exclusive episode the dungeons and dragons look out for raquel's episode that actually comes out next week and guys as always stay classy i don't know why i said stay classy that's never that's never been my sign off is that not is that not the sign off no my sign off is bye bye butterfly that's my sign off hold on hold on what was that again (laughs) My sign-off is Bye Bye Little Butterfly. That's my sign-off. Just because oh, I did okay. it one time for a Miraculous Ladybug episode that we did, uh, I just okay. never changed it, so it's been, like, the same thing for, like, 60 episodes.
1: I see. So you could do that thing that, like, Comedy Bang Bang does and just switch it up every time. I should. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, dang. Hmm.
1: Just well, one week be, like, dab on your haters. The next week be, like, uh, if you can't... If you can't be handsome, at least be handy or something. Uh,
0: I-, I pulled that from classic Canadian TV. I don't know why it came up. <laughs> so, so, so it's CCTV. Yeah, classic Canadian. Huh. Oh, that's awesome. Huh. See, I-, I love acronyms. That's why I did ASP. Um, and like whenever, uh, okay. we, like whenever we have a, um, whenever we have like a, a like a public service, so it's a it's an ASPPCA. Or sorry, ASP PSA, just because like it flows, and I'm like, oh, Bad. I like that. Uh, oh, As- we, we should actually end. All right. So. Oh, probably wise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for the Animation Station podcast, I'm Josh. And I'm Jesse Oh, oh, and I'm Jesse. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times.